Alrighty, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Vinny and Jack podcast. This is Jack. This is Vinny. Welcome back. And it's officially been two weeks since episode four. We stuck to the time this time instead of we did. <laughs> dipping for a straight month and being like, hey, we're back. You remember crazy. us? Yeah. You know, crazy. When was the last like episode we recorded? Like a month ago? A month ago. Yeah. No, the last well, episode was episode. episode. No, the last yeah. episode we recorded was episode four, which came out earlier this week uh, as of time of recording um yep. so we we did pretty good we're doing pretty good we're sticking to a pretty close pretty close budget uh not budget pretty close time frame now so i'm happy with that we're back on track we're back on track boy we are and um you did mention budget i do also reckon we are sticking to a pretty good budget budget of like um of zero dollars zero dollars <laughs> minus how much money we had previously spent on the kit that we're using to record this but that is true we yeah. did not purchase anything for the specific use of recording the podcast so it just so just so happened that we both had podcasting equipment so how about that yeah convenient who would who would have known like a vincent from a year ago would have predicted that i'd be a part of a podcast i just had to future proof myself did you actually purchase your gear with the express opinion and belief that you'd be one day on a podcast? Um, do you want my legitimate answer? I want an honest answer. I want an honest answer and I want a friend answer. Okay. So the honest answer is yes. And the friend answer is yes. <laughs> no, 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 I'm lying. <laughs> About which now, one though? Um, um, the, the honest answer is no. Um, okay. Because... In year 12, I borrowed out the the media equipment, the um, Blue Yeti Snowballs for uh, personal use for projects. Snowball. Yeah, and it was like a really good microphone. And ever since then, I could never go back to like gaming mm. headsets because the audio quality is like really clean. So when I returned the Snowball, I eventually invested in, um, what is this? It is a Blue Yeti Nano, which I've been using for a year now. But the cable starting to, it's it's starting to wear. So I'm going to have to buy a new cable for that one. But other mm. than that, it is going pretty strong. Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, I haven't yeah. actually, I haven't had any personal experience with the Yetis yet. I probably, I don't know, because I'm a big stickler for Rode. Like, I don't use Rodes for podcasting. Like, I've got a Rode VideoMic Pro that I've got for my filmmaking kit. And I used to have a Rode NTG1, uh, which is the uh, phantom power condenser um, shotgun microphone, the big stick ones that you yeah. shove in the blimps and whatnot. Um, yeah. But this one's pretty good. The one that I'm using at the moment is a bit old, but it's a Samson microphone, which from what I can find online is actually a pretty decently priced microphone. Um, okay. So I think it just depends on the, um, the inputs and the way that uh, freaking, what is it? Zoom is doing all the compression and whatnot, but, I've done some vocal recording and guitar recording on like GarageBand and she sounds fine. Like, honestly, yeah. the reason why it sounds so bad in the podcast is literally just the freaking way that um, Zoom likes to record things. But I think once we switch from like, if, if this podcast is going to get anything serious in the next couple of years, I might actually just buy a stream deck and then we can start recording um, directly into a designated, uh, dedicated recorder. So hopefully, hopefully the uh, quality shall improve itself upon the years. 
Did you hear that? If anyone's interested in sponsoring us, now yes. is the prime time. Yeah, Please. give us give us your money so we can improve the podcast. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Um, going back to the conversations on microphones, though, I also think it's um it's a case of how you're going to use it as well. Definitely. So, obviously, if you if you're going to use something like for for gaming and like for calling your friends, like a headset will do just fine. But in terms of like what we're doing, like a podcast, obviously it is a point to try your best to get clean and crisp audio for it. And I feel like we've done like a relatively good job. Well, I think considering the limitation of namely a budget, um, like we're using a free recording software, we're using, well, we're using something that isn't a dedicated recording software for one. We're using a semi-dedicated recording software with semi-decent quality microphones so i think for what we've got so far is pretty all right not gonna lie yeah not going to lie so yes all in all good mics your your mic is pretty crisp my mic is a crispy boy it is crispy boy i need a new i need a new boom stand though because my this boom stand that i've got at the moment mic stand is real floppy it's just a cheapo one off of ebay really yours looks the exact same as mine the only difference is that um for the viewers at home jack can see me through the webcam hello jack hello Vinny. we're not just staring um, off into the blank void of darkness (laughs) as uh as you might be um assumed to believe but um As you can see, I have duct tape um, the XLR cable because my um, my microphone stand specifically um, when I bought it online, it did not show this in the in the images. But for some reason, when it came in the mail, it had an XLR cable running through the entire stand. And I could have just chopped the XLR like cable out and then just weeded the cable out. But if I end up going the route of. Uh, experimenting with XLR cables again, even though I did express my distaste for them because I had such negative experiences with setting up audio in high school. Hmm. Um, it wouldn't, it would 100% not be beneficial to just cut them off and then having to, you know, spend money on an XLR cable. Yeah, so, definitely. As you, as you can see, Jack, um, it's like where this white tape is. Yeah, that's um, yeah. duct tape to the microphone stand. Nice. Well, you, if you can't fix it with tape, then it's not worth fixing. Am I right? Try the, uh, try WD forty. WD WD forty is a um, lubrication, my guy. I think maybe. No, it's not. Well, I mean, it's. I just made a fool of myself on the Vinny and Jack <laughs> podcast. Let me actually Google Lickety Split what the express purpose of WD forty is. As we uh, as we hold for Jack in a moment of silence, yeah. It's a W. So WD forty is a water displacing spray. So it's a rust rust preventative, but it can be used as a lubricant. So I'm not I'm not a total dingus. You're not wrong. I'm not again. I'm not a total it comes dip. back to what we said earlier. It depends how you use it. <laughs> well, not no 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 no. Not depends how you use it, but um. It oh man, I dug myself a hole it. here. Depends on how. Um, um, yeah, I mean, you could use you can use rust propellant for a lot of things, Vinny. You can, but yeah. I was trying to link it back to how I mentioned how when you get like a like a microphone, it it, it depends on what you need it for. Yeah, I phrased it really poorly. It's like I'm not gonna set up a freaking 
$3,000 microphone inside of my car just so I can talk to people on the phone for like over crisp audio. I don't know, man. I want people to hear me rage over traffic in like HD, in 4K HD. HDR. I, want, I want people right. to heckin' get ninjured over the phone. <laughs> no, but seriously, this comes back to a meme that I saw a while ago where Tesla's thinking of putting in a part of their software where each Tesla car can communicate. Like you can direct chat to other Tesla cars on the road. And there's a few memes that have popped up about it where it's just like everybody's going to start being in like Xbox game lobbies where it's yeah. just going to be like swearing and whatnot. Yeah, it's just going to be funny as, but yeah. Yeah, I've, see, I've seen, I've, I've heard the news and seen the memes of it. It's great. Yeah. I've heard the news uh, and seen the memes. That's pretty accurate, to be honest. <laughs> that's actually Tesla pretty accurate. Is, you know, the one thing Tesla is missing is actually including just, I, I don't know, they should 100%. If they're going that direction, they should totally partner up with Microsoft to recreate the Xbox game lobbies inside the Teslas. Now featuring, uh, you'd be surprised. I reckon that'd be a pretty big selling selling point to people, I reckon. Oh, speaking of Teslas, did you know Elon Musk tried to get Mario Kart um, playable in the in the vehicles, but Nintendo said no? Doesn't surprise me at all. Does not surprise yeah. me at all. But he was actively fighting for it. And if I, if I do a bit of digging, I probably can find some tweets where he mentioned how he really wanted Mario Kart on the, on the Teslas. Please, Mr. Nintendo, I want Mario Kart in my Twizzlers. No. <laughs> just, just freaking, just silence for five minutes and then just smack slips. No. <laughs> no. Uh... Just no. Sorry, Johnny. But man, what a what a fancy world we would have lived in if yeah. we were if we were able to just drive in Teslas while playing Mario Kart at the same time. I mean, you can do that with a Nintendo Switch. Don't yeah. do that while driving. I feel no. like I should say, but at no. the same time, you could. Yeah, when it's just like we're not condoning <laughs> it, but you could. But you you could theoretically yeah. because the Switch is a portable console. We're not and Mario necessarily Kart saying it's a bad idea. We're just saying that it's. <laughs> possible if you wished to do so uh they they always say don't text while driving but they never say anything about don't mario kart while driving <laughs> like bro i'm playing a racing game i'm supposed just, to drive you get pulled over by the police and he just gets you with the switch in your hand it's just like officer is it against the law to play my switch while driving it's just like no exactly so <laughs> or the best Checkmate. one i've seen the best one I've seen where some guy just pulls up, gets pulled over, the cop comes up to the window, taps on the window, window comes down and he just flicks up an Uno reverse card and the cop just goes back to his car. Oh, do you want to know what the what the best version of that meme I've saw? What? So a guy gets pulled over and a police officer walks over to his car and he's like, excuse me, sir, do you have any idea how fast you're going? Because this thing's out of batteries. <laughs> it's just... It's just the subversion of expectations always gets me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. I was going to say something. Oh, have you been in a Tesla yet? Have you ever been inside of a Tesla car? I have not. I really want to, though. Wow. It's an experience, I have to tell you. It's very fancy. Like, the, I've, yeah. I've had my opinions changed about what car I want now. I want me a Tesla. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. One day, Jack, when you become a big popular film uh, film creator. (laughs) That's going to be on my um, IMDb, (laughs) big popular film creator. We're going to quote this right now, just, With you know. full stops after every word. It's just big, full stop, popular, full stop, film, full stop, creative, full stop. That'll I mean, just be technically, job all, description. I mean, technically, people who are involved in, like, film are film creators, no matter, like, what aspect of the of film they're, uh, they're working in, whether it be pre-production to post-production. But only a few other big film creators... That's true. You can't, Winnie, let me tell you about what makes a big film creator. You need to have the passion and the mindset on how to be big film creator. I am Tommy Wiseau from the room. <laughs> I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Jack. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Vinny. Uh, oh, hi, Jack. Yeah. Proceeds to litter, throws water bottle. Yeah. I have a plastic water bottle in my room that I just chucked, and I'm gonna have to pick that up later after the podcast. I have a wooden coaster. Let's see how hard I have to throw it to get it lodged into the side of my wall. All right, go. Yeah. I didn't. That throw was very it. soft. Oh, you didn't throw it. I, I didn't thought you, throw you did. I don't own the house I'm living in, so it'd be a death wish. Oh, but um, for the viewers at home, they only hear the the audio drama side of this. For for so for all <laughs> they know, you did throw it. Asterix. Oh my god, Jack! You hit an innocent man. Just asterisks. How could you? <laughs> throws wooden coaster asterisks. It's like the whole um, the blind people reading the or the deaf people reading the um, the uh, the, the subtitles. Oh, what's it called? Um, hang on, I'm googling it at the moment. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like it's the like, dots and lines, like Morse code on a paper. No, 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 not Braille. That's it's um, not Braille. No, it's called Braille, but I'm not talking about Braille. I'm talking about the whole like blind, uh, deaf people watching a movie, and the movie says dance music on the subtitles, oh. and they're just like dancing as the <laughs> meme, or like when, yeah. or went like when deaf people hear like see scary music plays and they get scared but they're not scared for when there isn't the subtitle of scary music plays <gasps> <laughs> but yeah. uh, have you seen that tiktok of um of this son trying to to spook his mother but his mother is uh deaf so um when he like yells at the back of her head he was like to the camera, oh, wait, I forgot. She's deaf. And then he does sign language, like, boo. And then she turns around and it catches her off guard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so freaking dumb, the whole boo thing. <laughs> it's funny, but it's so dumb. Uh... Is it any wonder why people are afraid of technology? Technology. What does this have to do with technology? No, I'm just, it's a meme. I was, oh. We're in the spirit of the memes. And so I'm just, and also like scaring. You're not on the ball, Vinny. What the frick? What's going on with you, man? I'm just uncultured today. I'm sorry. Vinny, what's wrong? Let's have a, let's turn this into a, (laughs) let's turn this into a, um, uh, not a, not a chatty podcast, but a a wellness podcast. Vinny, how are you, man? How are you going? Are you okay? (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) 
I'm guessing no, because you're like laughing. Unless you're like the Joker and you're going to shoot me next. I'm having my Joker arc right now. <laughs> Joker arc. <laughs> um, no, I'm doing great, actually. Yeah, That's good. on top of uni and all that. And, you know, recording episode five, you know, in, in the schedule we promised are. Mm. Yeah, couldn't it be better right now. That is good. How about I'm, you? I'm well. I'm happy. I'm psyched to get my short film out. And I've just been doing a lot of work around that. And I'm also excited for uni to do our thing. Uh, that thing, for those who don't go to uni and listen to the podcast, we are recording a live band song tomorrow. Yes, we are. As of and time Jack of recording. I, yes. And Jack and I are working together on this. Yeah. We're working together separately. Well, I mean, we're in the we're in the same production group, I yes, would this say. This is true. This is true. Yeah. But we're in different departments. Yeah. And then the next time we have to do one, I get your job. Yeah, sick. You're gonna make a great floor manager. I, oh, I have you. a lot of faith in you. Yeah. And you're gonna make a great camera three specifically. Yeah, you have to have you're specifically. very specific about the third camera. For those yeah. that aren't aware of how our studio production works when it comes to live television recording. There's usually up to, well, there's usually three to four cameras and they're all labeled cameras one to four. And Vincent here has requested that his next job within the university production is on camera three specifically. He specifically, yeah, three. He specifically requested camera three. So yeah. Was there any reason for that? Or... Well, well, I'm attracted to the number three more than one and two, and uh, okay. four seemed um four seemed a bit. I, I don't know. I would like more hands on. Okay, genuine talk here. I would like a bit more hands on with uh with the cameras that are on the tripods on the floor rather than like a freeform camera. If you know what I mean. I get what you mean. I think because I don't. Yeah. Oh, you go. Sorry. No, you go. You're talking about yourself, so I'll yeah, shut up. Because I don't have a lot of experience with the with the studio cameras as of yet, especially with the with the equipment on the tripod. So it's going to be a really good experience for me and learning point to really get myself involved with that equipment. Because if I use camera four per se, I feel like I'm just going to reuse equipment that I've already know how to use from uh, last trimester. So with these cameras specifically, Vinny, what is different from the cameras one to three between those three and camera four? What's the difference with those? Like the, the difference between camera one, two, and three and camera four? Yeah. So why, why is it that cameras one to three specifically are your main interests, like you just said, whereas camera four you're not as interested in? Well, um, from, from what I've seen about camera four and being a bit hands-on with it, um, in, cause I helped out, um, um, uh, a mate of mine, uh, in yesterday's production, mm -hmm. I think you might've heard me talk about it. Um, in, re in regards to that, as I mentioned, camera four seems to be the same as like the equipment that we already learned how to use in image and sound and, uh, short film project. The only difference here is that it's plugged in and it's hooked up to the big monitor room where, um, well, I'm not going to be working in that room next, where uh, like the director, the DA, the CCU lighting director, they're, they're all working in. But the, the difference between that camera specifically and like um, camera one to three is that for me, from what I understand, they're not like restricted to a tripod. First of mm -hmm. all, they don't have the like the fancy um, 
the fancy extra buttons that are connected via the tripod. Mm-hmm. And again, since they're not since they're not attached to the tripod, you have to be a lot more hands-on with said camera rather than you work with the tripod through the camera. And these tripods that you're talking about for viewers that might not have seen what a studio camera looks like, is it uh is it the same as a regular camera tripod or is there something different about these studio tripods? Um I'm I, man, I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna explain this really poorly. But they're they're vastly different. Mm-hmm. First of all, they're designed to like uh, carry a lot more weight, as as you can expect from a high budget tripod. Secondly, they have wheels, so it's not like a. Is it like a dolly tripod? I, I would say it is. I'd say it's probably it's similar in performance to a dolly, but it's sort of like if you were to put the camera on a cart that you could sort of wheel around, but the cart is built into the tripod itself. Yeah. And then the camera is locked into the actual tripod bit. It's not like a regular camera tripod where you've got like a quick release plate or something that you can easily take the camera on and off. It's sort of just like, I think they actually bolt the cameras onto these tripod bits and the idea is for them to physically stay there. Yeah. And um, the the difference between a regular tripod and the studio cam- uh, tripod, oh, pardon me, you are is that... Yeah. Um, oh gosh, I'm losing my train of thought here. Um, as I mentioned, I would say it's like a hybrid of the dolly and the regular tr- uh, tripod because mm-hmm. there is an emphasis on the movement. However, it's not like you can you can switch between the two on the fly. Whereas if you use the the dolly, um, from my experience personally, it's much more difficult to operate a camera on a dolly, whether it is on like a regular base tripod. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then going back to what I was saying about the extra bells and whistles, um, you wouldn't naturally have that on a regular tripod. On studio tripods, there are a bunch of buttons and cables that would help assist you to easily like zoom in, uh, focus, and I think, oh yeah, and also connect via headset to the to the to the booth. Yeah, and I think they've also yeah. got a bit of you know they've got some extra bits and pieces where they've got like a built-in monitor and like built-in um like the the hand handles that you use to wiggle them around have a built-in zoom control built-in focus puller that sort of thing so they're really sort of they're built so that you've got entire access to the camera on the one system without needing any extras on top of it it's yeah. not like a red where they just give you just the camera brain and then you have to get everything else on top of it. Yeah. All in all though, as I am going gravitating to this idea, I feel like I would know how to operate camera four. And while mm. it is good for me to like improve upon skills I already have, I would like to develop skills for a machine. I don't know how to use. Yeah, exactly. And that's the yeah. only way you're going to learn and how we're going to progress and that sort of thing is if we try things that we're not overly comfortable with. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. I'm, awesome. I'm really open to, to pushing myself out there. Hopefully I explained that well. I, you, you seem to understand what I was trying to say here. I understand what you're trying to say. It's all good, buddy. And yeah, I dare say... At home, yeah. Sorry. You go. You go. Oh. I was going to basically <laughs> say... What, I'm just going to interrupt you now. You've lost your chance. You've lost your chance, Vincent. You've lost your chance. Um, For those, I dare say that 90% of the viewers anyway are probably going to be film school students anyway, so it's fine. It's all good. Yeah. And for those that Uh, aren't sure, you can Google what a studio camera looks like. 
you have. I Google. was just gonna try and lean into being like, if you don't know what it is, message me and I'll send a meme back. No, just don't, not don't, the question. I won't answer your question, but I'll send you a juicy meme. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Speaking of which, I sent a meme to my mum, which you really loved, and oh. um, um, ah, God, I, I really um. I've been sending my mom a lot of memes lately and it's great. And it's one of those really stupid memes where it's like, let me, let me paint you a picture. So it's, it's a plane and you know, those waitresses with the trolley on the, on the, on the plane trying to provide you drinks and food, right? The flight attendants. Yeah. Yeah. The flight attendants. So the, the meme was set up like, you know, coffee or tea. And it's give, again, this one falls under the, the uh, a subversion of expectations um the the client the passenger says uh coffee and then she interrupts saying wrong it's tea <laughs> yeah so Man, oh. i feel like such a boomer explaining it like damn hand in you hand. just explained a meme bro you've just taken away the the coolness of the meme uh yeah ah uh, well ah uh, well memes yeah. are funny memes are a bit weird nowadays anyway a little that bit. is true. They can be a bit odd. They can be a bit odd. I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, yeah. But I oh, feel man. like that's the element of memes as well. Like the 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 fact that it's random and it's just so tied to internet humor because the internet is like constantly evolving. Mm, exactly, as all things do, eventually. So and the internet is a is a prime example of just how like how much culture. And society has like um, changed and progressed over the years. Like if you were to, if you were to look at like a like a meme from like way back when, you could genuinely see like the 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 social norms of that time compared to like the the surrealist memes you get now. Like it's like deep fried memes. It's like the the lens flare. Me and the boys at three AM looking for beans, sort of thing. Beans. Yeah. Compared beans. to uh, like bad luck Brian being like you know. Uh, studied hard for a test, but then I lost my pencil. <laughs> I love what I love looking at those really like stupidly just random memes from like the 2000s era and whatnot when they first started out because they're just some of them are just so stupid, but they're so funny. And I love like yeah. some of the like the 1800s memes where it's just like a picture of it's like a black and white picture of a horse, but they've just spelt it incorrectly. It's just so, I don't know, man. Some people are stupid, eh? But with memes as well, like comparing memes from back then to now, is that memes can be understood from a general standpoint, whereas memes now are like very specific in content and they're mm. more like inside jokes. And I feel like that's what the internet thrives on. Because if you're not in the know, you're not in the know, that sort yeah. of thing. If you know, you know. Yeah. If you don't know, then you don't know. Which is like when I mentioned the bad luck, Brian, it's like it, anyone can like understand that concept of like a, of a person having such bad luck compared yep. to like, I, I, if I were to show my mother that like me and the boys at 3am looking for memes, she would like uh, memes. <laughs> she, she would not Me and the memes at 3am meme looking for the memes. <laughs> oh God, but today's not my day. I'm just butchering my words. That's okay. Anyway. <laughs> But yes, I'm having a good time though. Me at the surgery, but I've re misplaced my liver. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's the format. You could just be so <laughs> stupid with it. Anyway, you and I have a common friend, Vinny, in a certain 
someone with a certain YouTube channel who's just released a certain K-pop parody. Indeed we do. Yes. Indeed. I thought we'd give him a little shout out because I'm very impressed with what he's done. 100%. The, uh, what he pushed out recently was very cool. Would you like to take the honors for this one? I would love to take the honors for this one. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a quick, quick chat about Vinny and I's good friend, Tyler, a.k.a. Yamendo. Now, this dope boy, I'm not going to refer to him as a dope boy. It's kind of cringe, not going to lie. But I will. This, he's such a dope boy. He's such a dope boy. Okay, we're going to call him a dope boy. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tyler. You, you're, a, you're a dope boy now. But yeah, Yamendo, my guy, is such a talented, talented boy. He's got a YouTube channel with over 500 subscribers. Clap, 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 clap. He's he's insanely popular. He's a he's a, a wizard on the keyboard of uh, VFX, and he's just such a funny dude. He's so funny, yeah. and the best part is is that we know him. We're yeah, friends definitely. with him. He's my friend. Okay, we're we're okay. we're we're friends with him. We're cool. We we message each other, and by we, I'm talking to Vinny and I as well. Well, I mean, it wasn't really a competition. I don't think it's a competition to have friends. Like, he, he, I'm more of a friend to him than you are. I know his social security number, Vinny. I know the time and date of when he was born, Jack. Oh, that's pretty cool. No, but like, <laughs> he's, a, he's a cool dude. He's got a good channel. I actually ended up, once I discovered his channel, I ended up binging the last like, I don't know, 30 or 40 or whatever, however many of um, YouTube videos he's put up, but he's a pretty funny guy. He's pretty fun, fun. He's got some laughs. He's got some good stuff. Um, but he's recently put out uh, quite an, a lengthy endeavor of his, which was to recreate or parody the genre of music known as K-pop and to produce a K-pop music video. And it's called um, Nugget Pop Pop. And it's on YouTube yeah. right now. And it's so freaking funny and so smart and what he's done with it. And yeah, he's just, he's a funny guy. If you have the time, share the love, watch his content, subscribe yeah. to him. Like he, he's genuinely really good at what he does. I'll and put his... That he put out lately yeah. was like... It's so well joke. done. It's so well done, isn't it? It's yeah. just so well done. Yeah, share the love. Take the time to look at um the Nugget Pop Pop video. It's, yeah. It's something that he, I, I reckon he's very proud of it. And it's mm. something that I'm, I'm genuinely proud of it as well. Cause he was talking about it for, for several months and I've seen some behind the scenes footage of him working on it. And yeah. it, it was a very lengthy process, but the end result is like very, very like worth it. Worth the wait, I would say. Yeah. Well, he's also got a second video that I think came out the same day or the day after the nugget pop pop got released. And he um, just, it was the behind the scenes video explaining his process and stuff about it. So it's really interesting watch. If you've got the time, go and give him some love. Go show him some appreciation. And maybe we might bloody, might bloody be getting him on the um, good old, get him on the old podcast for a little cheeky, cheeky little guest episode. Yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah. you didn't hear it from me. You didn't hear it from me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, since we're talking about it already, sorry, Tyler, we're moving on from you now. Love you, We buddy. love you, Tyler, but we're moving on. 
yeah, moving on. Ladies and gentlemen, since I've already sort of dropped the beans, I thought that it'd be a really fun opportunity and Vinny planned to do this at the end, but you know what? Screw you, Vinny. I'm doing it now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm overriding you as your other half on this endeavor. I mean, um, I'm more than fine listening to the Jack and Jack podcast. No, it's the Jack and Vinny <laughs> podcast. It's the Vinny and Jack podcast. Um, yeah. Vinny, do I have permission to reveal our exciting news to the to the? I mean, listeners? you have more. You you have like all the permission in the world. But what would it even matter if I said no? Well, yes. No. I'm gonna ignore your no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, ladies Go and right gentlemen, ahead. ladies and gentlemen, for our next podcast episode, which will be in a fortnight, we are getting the one and only special guest. <laughs> we're getting yeah. a special guest. Oh my gosh! We're, not we're gonna. Who are we? No, we're not. We're going yeah. to start accepting guests, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. So the way that this is going to happen is we're not going to be one of those, you know, shows that only uploads when they get a special guest. We're going to do it on a rotational basis. So Vinny and I were thinking of doing it. Basically, we'll have one or two normal episodes, which just Vinny and I in between the guest episodes. That way we don't blow all of our guests out of like just out of the way straight away. We'll have some content where it's just good old Vinny and I talking in between. But for those episodes that we do have guests on, you'll have plenty of opportunity to listen to us actually interact with someone else. That's There's crazy. Else outside of this podcast? There's I know. People in this universe outside of us two? It's crazy, but... Yeah, we'll be getting, we've got a lot of people so far from our uni that we've got lined up as well as some other people outside of uni that we know personally, and it's going to be great. And yes, Yamendo, aka Tyler, will be one of the guests at some point. We can't, I don't think he'll be for the first one next week, but we'll definitely get him on. We'll get him on at Definitely. some point. So we've got... We've got to get the man, the myth, the legend, Yamendo himself. We've got to get Yamendo on this podcast because that will boost our viewership sky high. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait it just... can't be a viewership if they can't see us, Jack. Oh, well, you know, listen, audio people, deaf people. Wait, no, blind people. <laughs> Shout out to all my blind homies, am I right? <laughs> I don't actually have any uh, blind homies, I don't think. Do you know any blind people, Vinny? Um, not personally, but uh, but where I work, um, I do have a few blind customers come in. And, Fair enough. And and they're they're very lovely people. So yeah. Do you remember the craze with the Lion King Ushis? Yes. Two years ago. Yes, I did. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, a high school mate and I, I remember we were um we were in class. And scrolling through eBay, and then we saw a blue Mufasa Ushi going for five grand. Yeah, they got crazy at that point. Yeah. I honestly wish I had a. I should have. Uh, I should have guessed like all of the freaking Karens and stuff wanting to buy them for their collections and whatnot. But like, not to say that every Karen wants to buy them, but just like the people that are overly, what's the word, um, overly enthusiastic. I'll say to collect them all to pokemon them um 
I should have just started collecting them from the beginning and sold them all online and I would have so much more money than I do now, honestly. Let's just make our living in reselling Ushies. I mean, do you have any leftover? I don't think I have any leftover. I don't have any leftover. I think I, I used to have a gold Mufasa that was gifted to me. Um, but I think willingly? I've seen, willingly, I did not. Wow. A gift implies that someone willingly gave you something. Well, I mean, I guess that's true. Yeah. I've also had gifts where I had to pay for them, but I feel like that don't count if I bought them myself. What? Oh, okay. Well, I didn't <laughs> buy myself this Ushi, this gold <laughs> Mufasa Ushi. Um, I was gifted it through the the um appropriate means of gifting i.e someone giving me it um that's just a little quick um uh definition on what gifting means um yeah i used to have a gold one but i've since lost it or i just i don't know i think i've given it to someone or i can't remember it's it's gone to me it's dead to me now it's gone i don't care anymore Vinny. i just don't care that that was a, that you could have gotten five grand for that man. I could have gotten just five, five grand. gone grand now. I know it's five grand gone. Yeah, it's five grand gone. <laughs> going yeah. once, going twice, it's gone. You're never it's seeing it again. Gone. <laughs> going once, going twice, it's gone. It's gone. It's 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 Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. It's gone. Yes, Vinny. It's gone. Is, is it? Is it? It's gone. So you don't have it anymore. Welcome back to the Vinny and Jack podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, uh, this not I'm not doing an ASMR an segment ASMR. with you. This is episode five. We need a episode fifty. Will be will be the will be the the ASMR segment. Not anytime no, we'll make soon. It, I'm not we'll make it. for that. <laughs> we'll make it. Um, if this show gets however many follows, we'll do an ASMR thing. One million followers. Okay, yeah. One million <laughs> followers and we will get, we'll do an ASMR special. That's our promise to you. That's our promise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. You better start following now, buddies. Yeah, you sickos that want to hear us speak softly, really closely into the microphone. But yeah. Anyway, I want to have a chat with you, mister, about hobbies. What your, What are some of your less known hobbies what are some things that some people might not necessarily know about your hobbies so obviously you're a gamer clearly you're you're a bit of a you're a bit of a gamer would you say well i mean i dabble here and there you dabble you're you're a connoisseur (laughs) you're you're a gaming connoisseur my friend yeah so are there any sort of like i don't know other hobbies that you're interested in whether people know about them or not um Man, you're really making me think. I'm not sure what people do know regarding my hobbies outside of video games. Um, I guess filmmaking doesn't count as one of them, and like the side projects that would upload to uh, to my Instagram and all that. No. Um, because because people know about that, and yeah, that that would count as a hobby, passion project sort of thing. I guess cosplay would be one that I don't think people would be too well known about, unless it just comes up in conversation, that sort of thing. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Was there I, you you d- is there anything? I need content, uh, Vinny, because I've got a well, lot of freaking hobbies that I do on the side. 
Well, well, okay. Let me try wrap this up, and then I'll start interrogating you about your hobbies. No, please don't. But, <laughs> but in regards to the the cosplay thing, um, man, I started doing cosplay when um when I started working because I actually had money to spend on like costumes and props and all that. Right. And my first cosplay was the was uh, Joker from Persona Five, and it, well, specifically the the school uniform outfit version of it. The following year, I was planning on going all out, but 2020 happened, mm. and it's not really too good to like go to conventions in the middle of a pandemic. So Might not be that really had idea. to be put on the back end. And I'm not gonna lie, I really do miss conventions and like dressing up and cosplaying. I mean, I can still do that and take photos, but I feel like for me personally, the thrill of like dressing up for a big event is kind of lost because now it's all virtually. Cause you don't get to see the people in person. Cause there's, there's something so magical about seeing like someone dressing up as your favorite, like character from a TV series, movie or video game. And then going up to them being like, I love your costume. Can I please take a photo of that? You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I've actually, I've actually never gone to a convention before. So I would have, I was considering going to the one that was happening this year, but apparently it's been postponed until next year. So yeah. my my dream to be a convoy um, has been ruined. But I've got... What do you mean a convoy? A what? convoy. That's no, came, no, no. Wow. <laughs> that came out very wrong, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. You mean a convention connoisseur? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Outside of, uh, outside of cosplay, um, what other hobbies do I have? Um, looking around my room... Yeah, I don't I don't really think much outside of like just I, I enjoy film, I enjoy video games, and I enjoy cosplay. That's about it. How about yep. you? You have a lot of uh not cosplay, you have a lot of cosplays. Uh cosplays. you have a lot of hobbies at home. Um one of which um is gel blasting, which I see a lot in your feed, which uh you're really passionate about. Yes, which, is, which I think is a, pretty cool. I'm something of a gel blaster myself. Um, a, gel, a gel blaster, like gel blaster, like your weapon. Baller. I am a gun, pew pew. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I like gel ball. Gel ball's kind of my jam. It's kind of my main sort of, um, main hobby at the moment where most of my money is going, because it I use it for both filmmaking purposes as well as gel ball purposes. That's, um, why I like it so much because the the weapons are the the blasters that you use are realistic enough to use on film, um. And also, it's a great source of exercise, and you get to dress up as a soldier and pretend to shoot people for fun. So it's less painful than paintball. It's more cost-effective than paintball. It's more environmentally friendly than paintball. And it's just fun. It's awesome. It's a good bit of exercise, and you get to hang out with some really cool people. So that's why I like it. Um, that's cool. And, yeah. Another hobby I have is Gundam models, if you are familiar with those at all, Vinny. Yeah, I'm familiar with with Gundam models, but not outside of like um. What, how how would I phrase this? What is Gundam? What is like? Gundam? Is it is is it like a, a collection of sets? Is it a series, a TV so, show, that sort of thing? So the so Gundam the Gundam models are plastic model kits that you assemble yourself based off of various anime series of the like Gundam anime. So there's multiple different Gundam animes and then there's different model kits that 
come from that basically um, so it's a genre it's a genre and yeah, okay. the model kits are based i can't remember whether the model kits are based off of it or if no actually the anime started and then the kits were created off of that um but the way that they work is the kits themselves you just you can buy them from nearly any hobby store and even toy worlds are selling them now um in their little hobby section um and they're usually some type of like robot or some type of construction um toy like that and they come in these little plastic sheets with all of the pieces molded in together and you need actual like craft snips and proper like uh, craft knives and whatnot to actually snip them out and put them together but they don't need glue so once you snip them out of their plastic frames called runners for those who are in the hobby um you can put them together and they come with instructions and everything and it's basically like a really in-depth lego set but at the end of it you get a really cool action figure so it's like an action figure that you build yourself basically and um you can get all sorts of different Gundams and the same process you can do for, I think there's different brands of them as well. Like I've seen a few Transformers going around. I've seen a few, there's a lot of anime girl like type figures that you can build. Um, there's a few Marvel characters that like, there's a few Iron Man kits that you can get to actually build yourself an Iron Man like figure. Um, and then you get to display them after you finish and they're really cool. And I know a lot of people use them for like toy photography and that sort of thing because the model kits themselves have really like deeply detailed um, kits and that sort of thing. So yeah, so that's my other hobby. And then I'm also a, um, I'm also a, a, a guitarist slash musician. So it's a couple of guitars and Ooh. I like to, I like to fiddle around with some music and stuff. There's a piano behind the, um, laptop screen at the moment that Vinny can't see and neither can the audience so huh so yeah that's me wow yeah you're you have a lot of hobbies <laughs> I have a lot of so hobbies going back... sorry I, I keep interrupting you you're gonna have to mute me soon <laughs> I will uh going back to the the Gundams though uh, I do have a question I want to ask you regarding them what sure. do you what do you think the appeal slash enjoyment of it stems from? Is it more so the end result of assembling them, or is it the process of assembling them? Are you asking for myself specifically, or just in general? Um, why don't we do both? You specifically, what do you what do you enjoy out of it? I enjoy the <clears throat> I enjoy the figure itself, not to play with, but to display but I also mm -hmm. enjoy the actual building process because they take a while. If you do it properly and you take your time and you're careful about the, like the detail in a figure, they can take like several days to build. Um, if you're doing them at a steady pace anyway, like it, for me, sometimes it can take a whole hour just to do one leg of a Gundam, for example. Um, so it's definitely the actual, it's the figure itself. So the end result in the building process. But I think just in general, it's like for the reason why they're so popular among model makers, as well as just avid collectors is they're cool to look at. They're fun to build. And there's so many different options that you can choose from. So it's not just like a whole bunch of this one type of figure. You can get so many different figures and then those different figures have different versions of themselves and you can get, you can kit bash and put different parts together from different other models and you can like 
add custom pieces if you want and you can make whole dioramas out of them so the it's sort of the same with any other hobby like model making hobby and this is the same for lego as well there's a lot of freedom that you can have when it comes to this sort of thing so yes that's cool yeah Mm. and so that's for you specifically no that's for me and in general oh and, and in general all right yeah yeah I answered both questions, Bending. You you did, and you caught me off guard. I did. Scary. Yeah. Scary. So, if I may, you also mentioned how you play instruments. Yes. Um, How involved, well, not how involved, but how long have you been doing them for? I've been playing guitar for nearly 16 years now. Um, I started when I was a a wee lad. Um, and I've been playing ever since, and I've gone through different, I've gone in and out of different stages of like involvement and like, I did music pretty much all the way through school and high school. And I did music extension as like one of my final subjects in year 12. So I was pretty in depth with it. i recently, I've sort of shied away from it just out of sheer lack of time to actually sit down and play. Um, as, as I've just explained, I have many other hobbies and it sort of finds it's, it's hard finding time for all of them when you're wanting to put as much effort into each one of them. Um, but I've come back to like, I've got different types of guitars. I've got like acoustic guitars and I've got electric guitars. So I, I'm able to like pull them out now and again and, you know, do a bit of, do a bit of a little bit of fingling. So Yes, I might. I'm gonna. I might. I'm gonna pull my acoustic out real quick. Can you? Uh, can you entertain the audience until I get back in five seconds? Yeah, go right ahead. <clears throat> Alrighty, Jack just took off his headphones. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Vinny and Vinny podcast. I'm your host, Vinny, and I'm just gonna be talking about stuff I enjoy. Um. Um. <laughs> I'm really struggling right here. I'm. Yeah, no, Jack's not able to see me. Um, he is getting his guitar out ready, though. So, oh wow, you're real, you're really setting it up. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm I'm getting really I'm, like really consumed by like. Oh, he put his headphones back on. Damn it! <laughs> what are you saying, punk? What are you coming at me with? I'll just have to listen back, will I? <laughs> okay. Oh uh, yeah, you have to listen back on it. I uh, I struggle to entertain the viewers. And then I, I got distracted by you setting up your guitar. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. My, my doggy has just entered the room. My goodness. Oh, you have a dog? I've got two dogs. I've got a, a, got a chalky Labrador and a golden retriever. Are we going to have a, a dog reveal for you, Jack? Not now. They've just, it's just, uh, she's left the room. So we, it'll oh, have to wait sad. for another time. But yeah, I've got my acoustic guitar with me. So I can, I can do a little musical number. I won't see. Alrighty, yeah, go right ahead. Do they want to see the dog? Sorry, my beautiful fiance has just entered the room asking if they want to see the dog or Vinny wants to see the dog. Vinny, do you want to see see the dog? Do you want to see the dog? For for everyone else, if everyone else can like wait until later. (gasps) Oh my God. There's there's one of two. There's one of two. (laughs) Okay, doggy, be gone. You will distract me too much. You'll distract me. You'll be a guest eventually, doggy. Alrighty, Doggy has left the building. I shall play musical number now real quick for five seconds. 
Alrighty. Is is there anything specific you're gonna play? Or no, I'm just gonna. Just a... I'm not gonna sing, so it's just gonna be instrumental. I'll just make it up. Alrighty. So we're not gonna get Twitch DMCA'd. <laughs> That's all you're gonna get. Hey, that's pretty cool. Oh, yes. whoa. My mic stand is. I told you my mic stand was busted. Well, hey, I can join you as well. <laughs> oh, no, I can't. It's actually. You can't. You've actually. No, you've... no, it's stuck. Yeah, I cannot pull that out. You have just absolutely disappointed me. I'm kidding. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Don't even worry about it, my guy. Don't even worry about it, okay? It's fine. Yeah. But yeah. Moving on. We got a few minutes left before we have to wrap this up. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Not really. Yeah, not really. Yeah. I'm pretty I mean, happy with the aspect that we've got. We've got a crazy atmosphere, I reckon. You and I. Yeah, definitely. And then when we eventually start bringing on guests, which is episode six, it should start making things a whole lot more interesting. Yeah. There's going to be a third dynamic. It's going to be a power triangle. Yeah. It's going to be Illuminati confirmed, my guys. It's gonna and be then crazy. We're gonna both interrupt you. Yeah. Oh no. No. <laughs> You'll gang up on me. You'll yes, overthrow you specifically. me. Yeah, me specifically. But no. So if, if you know, if you're interested in joining the podcast, hit us up on Instagram under both of us. You can just search us up. I don't know. You'll yeah. find it. But yeah. Otherwise, we'll um we'll let you Time guys to wrap it up here. Yeah, we'll let you guys go. We've had a pretty pretty cruisy atmosphere so you know we'll let you guys go and you've been watching the um listening sorry to the Vinny and jack podcast and yeah my name is jack my name is Vinny. thanks and for sticking around you guys yep. have a good evening see you later people bye 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 bye